Welcome to the Movers Mindset Podcast. These are the public episodes, but do you want to hear more? Become an insider for access to extended guest conversations, follow-up episodes with your questions, and other deep dives. Visit moversmindset.com slash insiders. Thanks for listening. Welcome back to the final part of Sebastian Focon's interview. If you're just tuning in now, be sure to go back and check out parts one and two. Throughout this interview, you may find the occasional French word or phrase along with Sebastian's accent, so I encourage you to use the transcript that we release with each episode to help you fill in anything that isn't entirely obvious. Thank you and enjoy. Let's dig a little deeper into learning. It's really a key part of exploring, and uh, I don't mean to be negative, but I understand that you weren't a great student in school, that you really didn't want to learn, and you're clearly on the opposite end of that spectrum now in terms of your desire for knowledge and uh, reading and visual, and can you can you just tell me a little bit, like, how did that change from, from not wanting to be? But basically, uh, wherever you are works for... Some people, it doesn't work for others. So for me, my understanding of school when I was younger, which is a bit different now, uh, was uh, I hate it, you know, because it was a kind of a trauma. But I have a, to have absolute freedom, kind of, to get to this place where uh, you have to sit down mm-hmm. and listen <laughs> and they don't ask you what... Now it's school probably changed with Morgan because they learn. But just to listen... And it was kind of a racing for, for grades. It was super traumatic because of my personality and I was more a dreamer and someone's always the, the eyes toward the skies and watching, you know, like mm-hmm. watching stars and everything. And always, uh, as I say, very, um, yeah, I was always in my head. And uh, getting this place where they forced me to get information which I didn't want to get, it was pretty difficult. And then, uh, so I didn't want to learn, okay? But before, when I was a kid, I wanted to learn. Every kid has that. So, curiosity, Yeah, right? curiosity. Dad, what's that? Mom, what's that? How does it work? Why? And then the parents say, yeah, stop. Oh, okay, you're annoying. Stop <laughs> saying that to me. Okay, leave me alone, you see? Politely, but say, oh, stop it now. You ask too much question. But that's how I say that. We can talk about the superpower later. This is our superpower. And I, I discovered that later. So for me, it's like uh, I've been to a phase where I don't want to learn. I want to escape from school. It's awful. And then my school was the school of outside and not the street because people think parkours came from the street. No. Uh, now I've been in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And uh, it reminds me, Liz, it reminds me the birth of parkour, the place where it started. It's a mix between the city where, we li- the, where we're living, like where human beings living, but well matched, um, well uh, blended or blended, mixed sorry. or woven. Yeah, yeah. With nature, this is this is what I like. This is why my friend and I we keep moving because he encourages us for activity. He connects us with nature. He, everything we talk about energy, like you've got the we've got you can hurt the animal. You can you can breathe. You can everything. Yeah, is after there. it rains, you can smell the earth and you, you, you hear see, the birds see? and right. Now I'm not even talking about like philosophy and then the Zen and everything. No, it's right there with your sense. Mm-hmm. With your senses, it's right there. So, uh, so I outside I learned that, and I and I grew. I I grow because of that. Then I start. Oh my god! Then I become curious again. Mm. And then I have the curiosity. And that's how I dis- uh, discover I'm an explorer. And then I my brain I cannot stop asking ask question. 
what is that? What we do this? Becomes this self-directed quest for yeah. knowledge. I make you, Craig. Yeah, I see your library. I'm just my brain process almost like Terminator. You know, <laughs> Schwarzenegger. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, it's just like process everything. You know, you see, uh, Richard Feldman. You see. Oh uh, yeah. You see? Uh, there's a giant poster of Richard Feynman on my wall, the physicist. Yeah. I know him and I like the way he explained it mm -hmm. because in my school they never explained the way he explained it. <laughs> and uh, last time I was Feynman on Feynman was pretty special, well, yes. On 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 YouTube I was watching and I I literally I never heard about this guy, but then I, I literally, because of my curiosity, I dive into him, like from all the story <laughs> and everything, from uh, also the trauma I had with from uh, working on the uh, the nuclear bomb mm -hmm. and everything. So you see, that's my free running thing. I'm a guy who's doing physical activity, but I know about this guy. And if you ask me about math, you will see, oh, it is got is is limited, but how do I know that? Is because I'm curious and just the way he talk. Mm -hmm. He make it accessible for me to understand, mm. and that's for me. He's the he's the guy. That's, that's a master. Yeah, right? and you see the coincidence now. I come to your place. Okay, it could be anyone. Okay, right. but no, it's him. <laughs> it's fine on the wall. Okay, and then you got Reshiba for my kiddo. How does it happen? You see. <laughs> so for me, it's all this stuff, and then he encouraged me. Okay, and I'm very. Uh, that's my spiritual side. It's like there is sign. There is something. I think. I have to admit, uh, I had my value, very strong value. I still have them. But at a certain point of my life, I lost faith. I absolutely lost faith. Mm -hmm. For me, uh, yeah, that's it. And then after, I don't know by which magical circumstances, something happened to me, then I regained faith. Like It's like you call, you call for whatever people call it, from the mm -hmm. universe or something like mm -hmm. that. And something is very deep. What I'm going to explain because I can't I can't explain that. But something really respond to to. I didn't ask anything. But it respond to something to, respond to the need or the whole, oh yeah, yeah to ob, to an obvious uh, behavior change of my behavior saying like I'm lost mm -hmm. and I, I'm not desperate. I'm I'm not like uh, suicidal and everything. But literally, uh, it's like you lost the compass. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was literally, uh, I talked with my sister and I explained to her how I behave now. She said, no, that's not you because she knew me. I'm highly driven and I'm energizing everything and I slow down everything. So I was doing nothing, literally. I'm just walking around. You call me to do things, I'm doing the stuff and I stop. I almost like switch off. And then circumstances come and just bring me back on track. And that gives me so much faith now. It's like, it's almost like say, I don't know how it works. But guys, you need to believe. Mm. Uh, it's, that's, that's as strange as it is. You need to believe. That's why I'm doing a tour. So when I do the tour, I'm not talking about that. But I know now uh, I've got something to transmit. And it's been, uh, as I say, it's very hard. It's very hard. Like I say, it's, some, it's, it's stuff beyond me. It's like something like it's beyond me. But if um, someone watched my story of what I've done, or if I talk more, they will say, oh, yeah, it's fact. <laughs> why did you meet this person now? Why did you talk about that? And why this happened to you? I have no idea. <laughs> and then go back to this. It's like, yeah, but Seb, you're still an exploring you in demand. You, you ask for something and you're in research for this and you go in there. So you want to become this butterfly. So 
right. then you know what I mean. Yeah, and, what I, and here obstacles. I'm going to split a language issue. You use the word, the, the verb demand in English, yeah. and yeah. in French it has a very uh, much more polite, like in English, if I say I demand more coffee, oh. it, it's rude. But it, <laughs> when Seb says I demand, in, when he says it in English, what he meant was there's a French word, which is exactly the same, uh, and, and it just means like to politely ask for something. So you can literally demand coffee in a restaurant. That's how you ask, could I have a cup of coffee? So I just want to point out that you're, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. you, you weren't, <laughs> so this is where I, I hate to interrupt people when they're talking, but it's important that it, I wanted to make it clear that you were, you meant demand like in a polite, seeking, no, yeah, yeah. questing I way, not like a, I, I want the yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I say I mean demand, it's not that, as I was in research or I was in, I was seeking, seeking, yeah, seeking. I was seeking for for, for something. Yeah, that's I, the verb I, I would have chosen. everyone. Yes. No, no, no. I, yeah. I, I, part, I mean, part of my job is to make sure that the, the people who are virtually behind me, that they, things that fly by you know, on, <laughs> yeah. on the highway here, things that fly by, I'm like, wait, yeah. that was important. Yeah, yeah. 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 People need to understand, like, I'm a kind of a paradox, but I think it's like yin, like yin yang. And uh, because I'm an explorer, nothing is, is statistic. I'm mm-hmm. still evolving. That's why also it's very hard for me to, when I say, oh, he's the master of this, he's the master of that. People are so quick to put you in the position of a master, but a master doesn't learn anymore. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe in that. We are students all our life. And for me, it's very important to, to, to make sure, like I always put myself out of this pedestal and I can still always learn. And, um, and all my life is like that. Everything I do is, is driven by that. Do you want to talk about books? Do you want to take a stab at that or do you want to just talk about... I don't know because... No, I don't know what let I it go. say about books. Maybe... No, because... Okay, skip the it. book. I, the book I'm going to choose, it's always like... Uh, it's, it's always a miss. Yeah, there's some plenty of books, but I think I, I, I what watch... What else do you want to... I watch more than I read. Mm. You know what I mean? If you ask me what do you watch, I watch basketball, but... Because I move from uh, individual people who are... Uh, the the top of the top of their field to start to understand like they're not by themselves and there's people who make them like this where I say there's the environment and the surrounding so I start to question myself more about the environment as an example for example um, uh, Michael Jordan in the Chicago Bulls I watched for a long time uh, but Michael Jordan personally because of uh, as I say for me it's just like he literally fly you guys were amazing, driven or so, mm-hmm. but the fact that he's, he's, he's been uh, put to the side, like to the bench, okay, you're not, you're not worth it for this team. So it's, this is ignite a fire in him forever. <laughs> so he's got this competitiveness. But anyway, uh, around him, he's got surrounding his mother, his father, his brother. He says competitiveness, competitiveness come from his brother. Uh, his, ma- his mother encouraged him when he say, I'm going to quit, do not keep on going and prove them wrong. And then after he go to, he had like many, many coaches who teach, teach, him, uh, teach him the way. So it's not by yourself. Then after you, you become like such um, uh, a unique person and everyone praise you that you can imagine your ego has become big. And then for me, the question is, how does someone with a big ego like this, how does someone can manage with someone with an ego like this? And then uh, you find out about Phil Jackson. Right. Okay. Who had the task to bring this guy who is like literally make the team and immediately make, make, make this franchise and I make him to listen to me. Right. And that's where I had this book, like uh, the sacred, sacred hoop. And uh, that's one of the book. If people are very interesting in selflessness, 
Phil Jackson for me is, is amazing. Link also with uh, Craig Popovich from the uh, San Antonio Spurs. You see? So San Antonio Spurs, basketball. Oh, the, uh, sorry. Basketball. <laughs> okay. Uh, that makes me look at this. And then after, as you can, people can imagine how my brain is working, oh, is there any other sport when, you can, when I can learn about how you can, uh, um, how can I say that? It's not like, uh, I try to find the right word. How you can understand the personality of every single person in your team and make them all get to the same direction, kind of. So you've got American football, you've got this, mm-hmm. you've got rugby, you've got plenty of sport like this. You've got soccer, football, and then I dig into this. So I've got the French team when I watched when we were we won the World Cup in 1998, but also we were so above the competition at this time. So I didn't care about who was the best and everything. I was literally care about how did they set up. Uh, uh, yeah, what's the environment that those individual exactly, people are performing exactly, in? Exactly, the environment. So I went into tennis player and then I say, okay, oh, sometimes the tennis player just, they fire the, the coach and the entire staff and then they do a new staff. Why is that? Because they're very aware about, in order for me this to perform, working, right? even <laughs> if they're super talented, uh, they can say this guy is a genius. It doesn't work if the environment, so I dig into that. That's why sometimes when the environment of parkour, I cannot talk because they talk so much about parkour say yeah but you've got a library around you of information and we don't tap into it so for me it goes from tennis uh, we talk about aikido and the concept of aiki uh, ayurveda uh, with the doshas mm-hmm. uh, yoga with the eight limbs you know and all this stuff and then after you start to see as i said to you there is a truth that's why my logo has no name even like you can see Fukan Foreign Academy because it's my academy, because I need to, I say, have my, have my academy and teach and make a living. <laughs> but however, the truth of my logo has no name. It doesn't mean parkour. It looks like a guy is jumping, but no, it's a person who tries to, who's seeking for the truth. And that's what my logo is about. And, uh, and that's what I do daily. So as I say, from Aikido, climbing. So this idea of, I say, now I'm going to use some word, uh, it will resonate for the people of Age of Water. Effortless, I would say let it go, adapt, embrace, simplicity. All this stuff resonates for, for, for someone who's where, we, where I am now, okay? And, uh, and as I say, like you can see people I admire, like from Michael Jordan, Roger Federer, uh, Michael Phelps, Bruce Lee, uh, right. Bruce Lee, Zinedine Zidane, okay? All of them, strangely enough, and now we talk about art, they're sportmen, right? But all of them, there is a grace when they talk and say, oh, it's so graceful. It's like, it's like a ballet. Yeah. It's like, they use this term of art. I told you, truth is right there. And that's transpired through visual. And that's why I've been, um, for a long time, I didn't know why, like a magnet, I was uh, uh, I'm drawn attracted. to that. Yeah. Right. Now I know it's because I'm an explorer. This is it. This is, this is what they do. And then I, I, of course, now I need to listen to what they say. Mm. A bit, uh, for example, from Michael Jordan's point of view, I don't really, the competitive side, I can't, I still listen competitive side because it's very important for a successful person to understand certain aspect of human being. We can probably talk about that right. when we talk about entrepreneurship, okay? Uh, I would love to talk about Steve Jobs also, okay? Uh, knowing his behavior wasn't <laughs> particularly yeah. good, you know what I mean? <laughs> human beings are complex. <laughs> yeah, so we'll go back to that. But however, I was really keen about why does he choose to move that way? 
what makes it, you know, you can, you can be very robotic in your way you move. Right. What, what makes you have this kind of sensitivity? For example, Bruce Lee, pretty easy. He was dancing, he was doing cha-cha-cha, you know? That's the type of dance mm-hmm. he was doing. So it's very uh, good with, with the kind of... Snappy. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, the dance, it's dance. So he's got the rhythm in him, okay? And then after also, he had a fencing, so he learned fence, mm-hmm. and then you know about the step and everything. So he created his concept around that, but you can see where he get his gracefulness of this. And in Asia also, they've got kind of a very type of kind of quality, things like that. Anyway, with the philosophy, because he was really keen with the philosophy. And, um, and then as I say, there is Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan leads me to uh, Dr. J. Do you know Dr. J? Not personally, no. Okay, no, but you heard about him. <laughs> yes, from yes, basketball. yes, yes. And then when I die, dig into that, I say, oh my God, that's the Michael Jordan version of, these guys bring kind of all these creativity things. And then you see, and now everything clicked. Michael Jordan said, yeah, I try to uh, emulate, mm-hmm. emulate Dr. J. Now you can see, nobody's by himself. There is always an inspiration. That's my, that's why I try to convey even through parkour. This is who I am. I'm an explorer. And this, this journey, I find truth because it's just like, it's not about me, Seb. So where did you get your inspiration from, Seb? Oh my God, I can tell you. From Ueshiba, from Muhammad Ali, from see, Muhammad Ali, another one. See, uh, see? see he came like this. <laughs> see? A more and more surfaces, the more you think see? about it. Elusive, a faultless, genius, completely different. Hmm. You see? Out of the norm. Does it sound like parkour? You know? Everything does the same, but I'm doing different. I'm doing my thing. That's what we have. That's why we try to become this butterfly. Everyone. Some people will deny. No, 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 no. This is it. I choose. This is my. It's like in Matrix. You know, you choose which. Which, <laughs> which and, and then I show you how deep goes the the rabbit hole. You know, mm-hmm. that's 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 the story. Truth. This is what I call the ultimate truth. It's not my truth. It's right above our heads. And the more you meditate, the more whatever you do bring you like an awakening, okay? And then you find peace. That's where you enter to age of water. And then everything becomes super clear. That's why also when we talk about, uh, I know in parkour there is a lot of political issues and people fighting and fighting, fighting. We're not, I'm not in the same journey. Uh, sorry, guys. Rather it's for training, rather it's for the battle of, of uh, what's going to happen for the future. of the, I've got faith. So Sebastian, we could do this for hours. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, we could, sorry. No, don't so be you sorry. Want to talk about the coaching. So I'm just saying, there's many, many things to talk about, and um, what I'm most interested here in is getting at the things that that no one will hear if we don't, you know, talk about them. And and you had made a comment, uh, not in the podcast, you made a comment before about an idea for like a coaching exchange, and you want you really are, are passionate about talking about coaching techniques and trying yeah. to get coaches together yeah. to work. On, I don't want to put words in your mouth. So give me your idea about coaching and, and tell me some more about what you were thinking. Yeah, one thing upset me. Now we've got more and more coach. We've got certificate and everything, but also there is a we've got different uh, sensitivity uh, and ideas towards coaching. And I think uh, because parkour has become more and more democratic, I think it's it would be good to have a, my dream is would be good to have something where people get together and we exchange. We talk so much about political issues, but for me it's like. Uh, I'm an explorer, so I want to keep uh, find the cause of my ignorance and I want to l- learn with others. Coaching is good, but parkour is teaching a certain way that is not traditional. I talked to you about uh, traditional warm-up, which I do, and I do a non-traditional warm-up. Right. Okay? And for me, it's the same with coaching. Uh, 
Why do we follow all the coachings there is? And why don't we do our own way? That's something can be talked, talked together. Yeah, it's, it's like, not. A, yeah. You're not. You're not saying throw everything out. You're saying we should. Yeah. We should get together and discuss it. Yeah. Like, did we make a yeah. conscious choice? Yeah, we can bring guests and people who are coaching and talking about knowledge of our physiology and everything. But just, I will bring, for example, the context, the uh, the concept of autonomy. Mm-hmm. Okay, for example, when we when do we, when do we start? Who teach us everything? We've been inspired, but who teach us to do? To, to do anything, nobody. It become organic, it's become now very sophisticated and more advanced because people have knowledge from everywhere, it's become right. something. And it's kind of organic. But the autonomy, like uh, like for example in sports, everyone's relate, related to their uh, their coach and always looking, okay, is that good? Is my move is good? In parkour, we're not doing that. You need to understand what you're doing by yourself. A bird doesn't have a coach, okay? It's like, this is it. And that's... It's a, so what? It's a how do you bring the coaching? Is how do you bring the coaches into that? You're saying that the autonomy That's me, your of way the, of teaching is how do you teach? How do you convey autonomy? How do you free your student mm-hmm. from your from the 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 from their the, uh, blockage? No, the, how do you say the cuff? How do you say like a clinch? Oh, the handcuffs. The handcuff of yourself because. <laughs> You give them something, but you you need you supposed to lead them towards freedom, not towards uh, uh, bondage. Uh, yeah, boundaries. Uh, boundaries, and like kind of like yeah, and cage, and because of the business concept, you say no, 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 no. I want. Yeah, that's I a common. To, I want to fidelize my 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 clients. Yeah, I need so, to monetize the relationship between the student yeah. and myself. If I'm a coach, I need to monetize yeah. this. So, how do you do that so, while still creating see, freedom within them? Yeah, because normally parkour is a curious beast. It's something different. So for me, I always say that to my student. I say, guys, I'm going to tell you. I know it's not good for the business, for my business, but because of who I am, from what I feel. Yeah, I want to be I have honest. To tell you that you don't need me, and my way, my my goal is to free you from any coach ability. I need to give you the knowledge I've got, so you can do it by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you, I believe, you will stay with me because of now there is another there's, aspect. And there's a relationship. The togetherness. Right. And then it's even better when everyone's kind of same level because when we practice, it's fantastic. But it's no more because uh, you're my slave, kind of. Sorry to use that, but you are like kind of. Yeah, yeah. You, you feel that you are attached to me, that yeah. the only way that Craig can go out and train is if he is with Seb, his yeah. coach. And you can go anywhere. So, what's your, you can what's move your vision for that? Do you like, um, I've been to a couple of events, <clears throat> and most of the events that I've been to, the people who are there tend to be coaches yeah. because the coaches tend to travel and they have a passion but there really isn't a can I say something with sure. that is there, is, is, is fun, finish sorry let me no, no, go ahead. Can, finish it you said there isn't what uh, I was going to say there doesn't seem to be an event that's particularly dedicated to coaching oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and there, yeah. there is one that there's an art of retreat that's happened a few times now which gets into bringing community leaders yeah, together yeah, but yeah. it's still not strictly about yeah, coaching yeah, yeah. so what's your what's your vision for okay. first of all there is the, there is a, a a problem. There is always a problematic, but sometimes people, there is an elephant in a room, people, but nobody talk about that. <laughs> a little slower. Sorry, you lost me. <laughs> there is a problem in the matter of coaching and everything, in the history of parkour, mm-hmm. but it's like there is an elephant in a room. Ah, yes. Okay. And nobody talk about that. Right. And it's linked with the influence. Some people's got a background of uh, fitness coach and everything, mm-hmm. and then get into parkour. Mm-hmm. And they're mixed. They're... Uh, mix the two. They blend, try to blend 
their background with degrees and everything they learn mm-hmm. within the parkour organic kind of whatever they do. And then it become what it is. Now we've got certificates and say now this is the rules. You need to warm up the joint and everything. And now, and now it's become kind of uh, democratic. Everyone does this. But for me, it's like, but hold on. Could we just be pioneer and think differently? Mm-hmm. It's like Steve Jobs. That's why we talked about Steve Jobs. Could we think differently? Think different. Okay. And that's... Uh, and that's the, that's the idea when we talk about coaching. For me, it's not about saying, oh, Seb has got the, Seb is here, he knows everything. No, no, no. I'm going to put in the middle of the table some subject like autonomy, how to teach autonomy. And uh, I'm fully aware of the business. I want to be a successful business, business person. But this is the essence where we talk about non-competition and everything. Autonomy is part of that. There is also another stuff like when we talk about uh, some people are kind of like, yeah, I don't like the way they, they're teaching because it's become like too much of a, a conditioning way and mm-hmm. too much of a, of a uh, it's become like too much like robotic kind of stuff like that. And there is the other way. So yeah, but they're not good. He's a coach, but he's not really good. When you see another guy who's got, he doesn't have the responsibility, he cannot transmit, but technically, physically, and as, a, as an athlete, it's like, whoa, this is good. So how do we, so how do you think that identifies gathering, the issue? But, gathering. Mm-hmm. But a gathering that would be specifically... Um, gathering without battle is admit what it is. But the people who are invited, it's also a gathering of coaches. And then... It's not invited. It's like you come if you want. It's different. But I mean, it's aimed at people who are coaches. <laughs> because there is too many, pe- pe- too many things <laughs> in the parkour environment. You don't want to make a click and an inside. Where it's like, I invited you, I choose to not invite you because uh, <laughs> I decide, I decide he's an idiot. Yeah. No, 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 no. No, no, no. It's open. Remember like, uh, but the people you know who- computer, right? Yes. Remember um, Ombru Club? Ombru mm-hmm. Club? They, they Nobody say- else listening is going to know what you're talking about, but yes, yes. Oh, yeah, but Club. they have to learn to... Why I do this? I do it in purpose sometimes. Ah. I have to admit. <laughs> it forces them to search and to be curious and to say, what, the, uh, what is he saying? Right. What is he talking? If they don't do it, say, I didn't understand. It's up to you. That's mean you don't use your brain. <laughs> and I do it in purpose because it forces them to get out of the discipline they knew and to find out what is he talking about. Yeah. And the Ombro Club was this moment where at the early stage of the computer stage, where all the guys, they were meeting together and sharing information, they discovered everything. It was very, very creative at this period. Very, um, how could I say that? It was exciting. It was very exciting because they were the first bring the Altair, the first mm. computer, like it was literally... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only like the the guys got high Q, high high. Yeah, only Q a few can, people yeah, were interested like, in, yeah. in like understanding how computers worked at that high level. But so that's what, but why I say that because I always say that I tap into other history for people to understand our history. Mm-hmm. If you understand that, you can say, oh, it has to be open in order to get something. Uh, okay. Xerox Pack was the same. It's kind of laboratory stuff when people just experiment thing and everything. Of course, Steve Jobs came here and said, oh my God, <laughs> I can make a lot of money with that. <laughs> but right. my idea, my point why I say that is because there is a moment, especially linked with, like with artists, you need a place when it's creative. Mm-hmm. It's not selective, it's creative. And then people need to stop arguing and just being open and see and see and see. And out of that, something's going to come. That's why I say I bring the subject of autonomy, the subject of of is that true is that uh, is that true or wrong uh, right or wrong um, um, does it work or not does it work or not could you literally test it 
Yeah, let's, in the coaching context. Yeah, so day one we talk. Day one we talk. Day two, day two bunch of practitioners yeah, show up. Yeah, practice together. Day, day three, bunch of beginners come. We've got beginners come, intermediates come, advanced, mm, advanced come. come. Last day, conclusion, start to think about it. And then everyone go back to their academy or whatever they do. Then after we meet again and say, look, this is what I do. Now we're in an era of information. We can film, we can write, we can... It's, it's, it's amazing what we can do. And sometimes for me, it's like coaching, that's what we do. We've got, uh, I did ADAPT level one and level two. And now it evolved, I'm sure. I'm sure it evolved. But when I did it, the, our level two was so much into physicality. Mm-hmm. And for me, so I, I was a bit frustrated because for me, was where was the coaching? And I'm not judging it because people need to understand there were nothing before that. There were nothing. Yeah, so, it's, unf- it's unfair to criticize because exactly. you, you know, they, they had to make a path in yeah, order to yeah. even do that. And then for me, I can say it. Why? Because I did it. Right. It's exactly like everything I say. I say it because I did it. And now I can, I can make a comment, but also I'm very uh, aware that now he evolved because uh, that's it. I adjust and adjust and adjust. But also, by the way, it doesn't call, the real turf is not adapt, it's first for sport. Mm-hmm. That's the name of uh, things. Adapt is the branch of the first for sport. It's a parkour branch who makes, who makes this certificate uh, works in UK. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, people don't get it. They think it's a product of uh, one company. And that's it. No, it's not. It's a good, good uh, idea for whoever does it. It's a good idea for something never happened. It's, it's because people want to teach. And uh, I don't want to give my kids to someone who's going to be on the top right, of a rooftop. Some random person. Yeah, and they're going to kill my kids. Uh, for me, it's a no, no. So no, no, I, I want some, I want some, I want some, some boundaries. Yeah, want, some boundaries. So it's a good thing. People say, people like to always, we say whining. Uh, whine or people whine. are always yeah. negative. They always yeah, have, negative. It's much easier to stand in the back and say what the person that's in the front it. is doing wrong that's than it is to go like take a step forward and yeah. see what happens. For me, everything is yin yang. Everything is yin yang. I can't, I cannot agree for everything. But also, I cannot disagree for everything. Mm. And that's why people can't stand for what I say. Because they, but I say, sorry, guys, this is where I am in my journey. And they cannot stand it because they want, they want to stand from one to another and fight. Mm-hmm. I say, I understand your point, but I understand their point too. And the coaching, or we'll go back to coaching. I want the coaching because we're, we're still in a, at the beginning of the development of the discipline. Yeah, and it's interesting, you know, you were talking about the seasons, about... Um, whether people are in fire or water, yeah, yeah. and it, I really think that the the discipline itself goes through that same. You know, a martial art would go through that same yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, life cycle. I guess yeah, it's true. Call it. It's true. And uh, it, it's going to be interesting to see how how the discipline matures and and what happens. And the discipline faces challenges, yeah, and, yeah, and those yeah. challenges can be real or perceived. Or yeah, yeah. And I think people, I would say that people will learn. I think I learned that through meditation. I call it projection and visualization. Some people can poorly visualize and poorly project. I think I've done it for so many years. So for me, it's like uh, sometimes it's intuition, but I think it's because I'm, uh, I can project. I can project, as I say, I make a, I make a joke about earth uh, number one, earth number two, earth number three. I can literally imagine different scenario and I can see. It's like uh, I close my eyes and I see myself like a... Uh, like not like a ghost, but an image of myself getting mm, interacting okay. to this world. And how if this yeah this plays happen, out yeah, this, this way, this that plays out that way, then what happens? But yeah. yeah, and by doing that, and it's through meditation, 
you you get better knowledge. That's mm. why uh, Master Yoda said it's only when you calm in peace than you because he said how can I make the difference between the the dark side and the the other side? So you know when you're no. calm in peace. You know that's ex- that's the same thing. <laughs> What's next for you? Like, I don't oh, mean, I don't I don't mean like where you're going. Uh. Like <laughs> What's next for me? It's like, uh, I don't know. I just don't know. What's next for me? I want to be successful uh, entrepreneur because mm. I understand like uh, uh, parkour is something I started, come to me. I do it as a passion. I do it as a job. This is a job I love to do. I've got absolutely no problem with money. Money is not a dirty thing. Money yeah. is the way how money you is a system it. for keeping account. Like it's just yeah. For me, it's like it's not. It's not. It Im- it's important and it's not important. It's like kind of like yin yang, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, and for me, it's like I want to be successful, not just uh, having titles and uh, uh, yeah. It's it's what you're able to do once you're successful, so you can you know provide for your family. Yeah, you can yeah. you take the yeah. message further. Whatever your personal journey would yeah. be, success enables that. Yeah, I, for the future, I would like to have more opportunity based on what I do and what I believe, but true opportunity. Hmm. Not like, because as I say, I've got a long journey, not, not people who use me. And you're never truly being used, but because you're not high enough in a journey, people, Take advantage right. of that. Right. They, where they feed yeah. you, they yeah, feed yeah, you yeah. something you want to hear, and then you run in the yeah. direction they wanted you to run. But literally, to be more positive and constructive, I want more collaborative, collaborative, mm. true collaborative uh, uh, things, and uh, and the link to the stuff I love. And uh, I'm a public speaker. Uh, I'm a, I'm a coach, and also I'm still. I think I I felt like sometimes I'm in between. I felt like acting. I still have something for the acting bit, action acting. Mm. But <clears throat> it looks like for me the the window is closing. I was gonna say there's the, <laughs> there's an age bracket, but there might not, be not so much because as I say, it's, yeah, there is, but but there is not. I I don't know if you've seen. I think it was yesterday. I saw a, a movie with The Rock. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's huge. The Rock, mm-hmm. you know, so fantastic. But it did the jump, okay? Yes. Of course he didn't do this jump. Right. Of course physically he cannot do this jump. Of course he's less athletic than he was when he was doing uh, the wrestling, right? right? Okay. Right. So there is not so much a limit because with the script you can do whatever you want. Right. Daniel Craig cannot catch me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sorry to say that. <laughs> they told you to slow down, didn't they? Yeah, you know, no, you know what I mean? Right. I accept this is a movie, but you can do whatever you want. And it's not, without being disrespectful, I say to for Bond, okay, because I think yeah, Daniel Craig is the most physical, uh, I think, from all the Bond. Yeah. When in, alongside Sean Connery, I would say. But but let's be honest, you know, like I do parkour. <laughs> this yeah. is my thing. So when we talk about uh, age, uh, age, age limit, limitations, I, can, or... I know what I've got. I can, and I know it's it's an artistic world. You don't have to do things for real. <laughs> so like, is that where you actually think you're going next? Is you're going to pursue acting or are you... No, I think um, maybe naively I'm thinking there will be people who... who uh, definitely I think it's maybe naively, but I think there is some stuff... Uh, I think people will see the potential. Like someone say, how is it possible after you turn James Bond, like no one contacted you and stuff like that? Mm. And I say, I don't know. Just never happened. Just, yeah, it never happened. But I come up from a point like I was doing nothing and they contacted me from James Bond. So I, I always say like, if I've got something and I've seen it, they're going to call me. Like Nike, like working with Madonna, like James Bond. But if they don't call me, that means they don't need me. 
That's why sometimes I say, okay, forget, but it doesn't mean I've got no idea for movie. I've got plenty of idea for movie. It struck me the first time I start to do James Bond. I say, oh my God. <laughs> it's literally like- Now I is, see how this works. <laughs> yeah, and I see what we can do. Because a stunt guy literally get pulled by himself with the, with the rope mm-hmm. uh, or the actors, and the stunt guy learn how to fall into a mat Okay, mm-hmm. but we learn how to land on in our legs, and we've got so much technicality and everything. And I'm an athlete. Right. You see, even now nowadays, now there is people who can do jump more sophisticated than myself, like you know, twist, uh, mm-hmm. cat pass, and everything. I I still like have the athleticism of running. Some people does parkour, they cannot run. I can say, I can spoke with Usain Bolt, so you see right. how he, he run poorly. And because it's a motion picture, it's visual, it's like, it's not because you're good at parkour, that's when your overall expression is beautiful. Mm, the overall expression, right. Yeah, I see. And, and, and I believe without being too much, I have that. And still now I have it. And people don't have it. So maybe for me, they miss, from 2006, they miss a lot of time where they can use me for any movie. And, and that's it. They did a lot of movies oh, with parkour. They use a lot of right. people, but they don't have my knowledge and understanding of artistic yeah, understanding. Yeah, I was going to say, it ties back into your artistic expression. So you That's what I'm saying. So for me, I'm not close to the artistic. I'm, I'm a public speaker. I like to transmit. You see everything. You see, you see me how long I talk. People think like, oh yeah, my gosh. Okay. But the stuff I'm talking, I'm not talking like randomly. It's mm-hmm. like, it's something I, I want to convey deeply. And, uh, and I'm a coach and I like, to tra- I like to transmit. I like to transmit. That's why speaking come, come a long time with this. Mm-hmm. And that's for me, the next would be something along time that. But as I say, I'm waiting for how the way is going to respond. Doesn't mean doesn't mean I'm waiting. I'm doing nothing. I'm doing my stuff, but I'm just always aware, like paying okay, attention to yeah, what's going on out there. That's it. And of course, the final question: three words to describe your practice. Okay, so my three words will be exploring or explorer, which means uh, I will be short on that. I will say we are born to explore and to try new things. Hmm. So try to remember that, guys. That's an excellent thought. Then I will say. Always in motion, which is linked with the concept of be water, my friend, and also the idea of the holistic concept, which is the, the idea of well-being, basically. Always in motion, running water, never grow stale. And the last one is playfulness, which is about this idea of enjoy uh, um, and... Joy and uh, and uh, appreciate the fact we're alive and, uh, and uh, learn from that also. Being able to learn from the playful, because playful is very linked with creativity. Uh, creativity is linked with art and so on and so on. So playfulness for me is the path for truth. Thank you very much, Sebastian. It's been a pleasure to talk to you. You're welcome. <laughs> Want more? Check out moversmindset.com slash insiders for a bunch of additional features. This was episode 20. For the show notes and full transcript, go to moversmindset.com slash 20. Thanks for listening.